OCI is the single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. Do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic. Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash wallstreet. You're listening to Numbers by Barron's. It's Wednesday, February 15th. I'm Jackson Cantrell, here at the numbers you need to navigate the markets this morning. Our first number is 6.4%. That's how much consumer prices climbed in January from last year. That was below December's reading, but higher than economists expected. Inflation has now declined for seven straight months, but the rate of declines is slowing. Housing costs were the largest contributor to hot prices in January. Still high food and gasoline prices also played a role. January saw higher prices overall than December. The arrival of Tuesday's higher-than-expected inflation data reinforces investor sentiment that the Federal Reserve will have to continue hiking interest rates. The central bank has raised rates to combat hot prices, but has hinted at slowing down if their efforts prove successful. After the inflation data, the yield on the six-month Treasury briefly rose above 5% for the first time since 2007. The next number up is $31 million. That's how much net income Palantir Technologies reported in the fourth quarter. It translates to one cent a share and marked the company's first profitable quarter. Shares of the data analytics software company surged Tuesday, even though the revenue outlook was below Wall Street expectations. Analysts expect this was due to both the strong quarterly results and acquisition speculation. Chief Executive Alex Karp said on a call with investors that there's going to be, quote, a lot of interest in buying Palantir software or even the company itself. Stock of companies that get acquired usually jump on buyout news, but nothing definitive has been announced this time. Palantir shares were up 21% to around $8.60 on Tuesday. The stock has fallen over 40% over the last 12 months. Our last number is $450 million. That's the size of the loan that a joint venture controlled by Vornado Realty Trust defaulted on. Vornado is one of the biggest commercial landlords in Manhattan. The trust said in its fourth quarter earnings release late Monday that the $450 million non-recourse loan, quote, matured and was not repaid. The default occurred in December and highlights the tougher environment for high-end retail properties especially in Manhattan. On the company's earnings conference call Tuesday, Vornado Chief Financial Officer Michael Franco said the loan could not be refinanced in current market conditions because the leases were signed, quote, at the peak of the market and are resetting to lower rents. Vornado shares fell 1.9% on Tuesday to around $23. The stock is off about 47% in the past year and is down from nearly $70 in late 2019. The default, however, doesn't affect Vornado's ability to borrow or its credit rating. Vornado's unsecured debt maturing in 2031 yields around 7% based on Bloomberg data. And that's Numbers by Barron's for Wednesday, February 15th. I'm Jackson Cantrell, and we'll be back with more numbers you need to know tomorrow. Have a great day. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. 
And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.